Hi guys, welcome back to the Girl Behind the Book podcast, where we review all things books and provide you with our next, your next read. Uh, I'm your host Bianca, and today I'm with a special guest. Um, would you like to introduce yourself? I'm Suzanne. <laughs> Are you just one name? <laughs> Suzanne. Suzanne Smith. Wait, come on, Brooke, Um, she's a she's a writer. She's a poet. She's well established. She's won multiple awards. One award. I got one too. One. Good and you were um you were in the what do you call it when you're before the winning the finalist for something. I was shortlisted. She was shortlisted as well. <laughs> um. Yeah. So we've got a very established person here today. I think so. <laughs> She's probably the well established most established guest I have that can really give you the things about books that I can't get. Yeah, you're <laughs> But yeah, um, <laughs> today we are reviewing Yellow Face by Rebecca Kwong. Is that right? Kwong. Rebecca S. Kwong. Um, which is a book... Okay. Which is a book by... Which is a book that centres around two authors. One called June. I kept on calling her Jo. Yeah, she looks... Her nickname is Jo, right? No, I don't like that. Or maybe it's just me getting things yeah. confused. Uh, June and Athena, um, who are two friends. Well, I don't know if they're friends, but they grew up together. Um, not grew up together. They went to college together in American University. Um, and uh, were in the same year, graduated the same year, also wrote books and published at the same year. Um, but Athena went on to actually become much more successful in her writing. Um, and as an author, uh, whereas June didn't even get like a paperback release. <laughs> Um, <laughs> so you can kind of just tell where Jin's like career kind of went down after that but she still kind of remained friends with Athena um where they had like they met once in a while I think yeah they spoke here and there frenemies but they weren't outside frenemies were they I think I think Athena liked her. I think June's just jealous liked her. yeah I, I think, think June's jealous sort of her. a frenemy yeah just kept her close because she was so fascinated by her yeah and jealous of her and her success yeah. yeah 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 um and then athena suddenly dies this happens within like the first chapter yeah, of the book by the way um and during her death june is there to witness that um and then eventually steals athena's um unfinished or well, almost finished novel um which is about unsung contributions of chinese laborers to the british and french war um, during the World War One, um, during World War One, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so we kind of see how June goes on to like take that book as her own, edit it, and then send that over to her publisher, and then eventually that book gets published under June. Um, but June's whole identity starts to change, and she kind of starts to spiral, and we see how like essentially Athena's death and her still in that novel kind of haunts her throughout the book and how she reacts to that um yeah mm-hmm. I don't know if that's yeah synopsis is for books and it's all it touches a lot on her spiral with people that try to get her that are cancelling her left right and centre yeah online so you have like your social media debates yeah um which is the one thing I think she should just tap out of because I was like, you know that, you know what you're doing in a sense of like, you stole this book, you, I don't know, she edited it, but she edited it to make it more of like a Western audience. Yeah, they made the 
white characters and it's more sympathetic. Yeah. And which is not how Athena had yeah, wrote it. No. And they included a romance between a the, white woman and one yeah. of the Chinese labourers. Yeah, to make it more appealing, <laughs> more I think. Appealing. Yeah, to the audience it's and things like that. Basically. Yeah. Yeah. And then they also changed the names because there yes. was a reference where June was like, oh, Athena's got all these names in this book. I don't even understand. Yes, so like, she's, she's like, I'm going to change them. And she went through, like, the ch- she Googled, like, Chinese baby names. But then it's like... Character. I was like, you're doing all of this I know. and you're still claiming that the book is yours. You, there's probably a reason as to why there's so much in it that you probably don't understand because you... Like just because you didn't like you did the history like basic research, but you haven't done the in depth. We don't know what you don't know where Athena got her notes from. Mm-hmm. Maybe she got it from her family. I don't know where she got it from. They never really said. Um, but she went to such great depths to like keep justifying like what she was doing. It's horrifying. And then when she changed her name to like we're not published. Juniper she was, song. I was like, and isn't you went along with this? Juniper is that her middle? Her actual middle well, name because her mum was a bit of a hippie, and I think her mum. Yes. Yeah, yeah, so they put song on it. Yeah, but no, they did. <laughs> like, they put, um, they made her name, they took her full name, the song, well, her middle name was Song. Yeah. And, and they Juni- replaced it. Juniper is. I think, her, I think her full name is, I think her first full name is Juniper. They just call her June. June, ah. Uh, and Song is just, is the, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Song is her middle name. Yeah. And that's because her mum was a hippie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then she went along with it. She yeah, took but the they also to... made the, her, her, author photo more like uh, ambiguous, ambiguous yeah, yeah. which <laughs> the thing right with this book is that it's i'm like how do the publishing like the company that's publishing you're really book, putting so much money into marketing they, or like they, that they, they don't, don't i know understand when the backlash comes i know why they retreat why they're so surprised yeah. why they, it's like you're complicit yeah, because you guys went along with the book, you changed yeah. her, you told her to change her name, mm-hmm. you made her look more ambiguous. Yeah, and then they tur- they listened to her because she turned down a sensitivity reading from the editorial assistant, Candace Lee. Is this when... She's the she's the editorial oh yes yeah. and because... she's on to her, she knows, and she knows this is offensive, mm-hmm. and she mm-hmm. knows that, that there's something off about it, mm-hmm. and she said... That it should go through a sensitivity reading. So and she was like, no. And she sh- shuts her down. Yeah. But yeah. now I say more about because she's obviously quite a key part. Yeah. Her. But then so eventually she got. Spoilers in the, in the podcast. Yeah, I do. Just... <laughs> <laughs> what spoiler? Coming yeah. In. She's the reason for June's massive downfall in the end. I don't, I don't expect her to be a downfall. I thought when she went away early in the book, when they fired her because uh, she was writing bad Goodreads reviews, yeah. I thought that was it. I knew that it she was... would come back. Oh, did you? Yeah, and towards the end when uh, June's getting haunted by the ghost of Athena. Yeah, but I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't expect that. I, I honestly thought, oh, maybe it was going to be, I don't know, some surprise. I, were you spoke about it? Yeah. Oh. I that was the one bit that I was like, this is a wee bit predictable. Really? Yeah. Uh huh. Why did you think she was gonna come back? Because she was too much of an important character. They built her up quite a lot in the first half. Oh. And then she got fired from the company. And yeah. I was like, she's gonna come back for with payback. Rage. True. True. Yeah. But then I thought like there were so many other people that would have got came out to get yeah. her. Even that girl. All from the Adele. Yeah. Yeah. Is that from the? One this of the is when the second when she released her second book. Oh yes. 
I thought she was gonna bring back Adele. I thought Adele was gonna be the one that get her, gets her. Somebody would like to get her. But then Adele kind of just Adele <laughs> just kind of faded away. But no, she was just paranoid because the thing is like, see if you're gonna carry on with a lie, be wrong and strong. She was even like she was just wrong, and then she was like, "Oh, like I don't want to do it." And then she would go looking for it, and then trying to like investigate. Like you just look like a liar. Yeah. Going when she did the whole um when she was getting first trolled mm-hmm. and like and it was by Athena's ex and he was like sending out tweets and um she found out the IP address and then found out the location then figured eventually figured out it was Athena's ex, <laughs> and then she was like let's meet. I was like, wait. If I was the one trolling you, I would know you stole it, but the way you're behaving, if you didn't care, you'd just be fine with your money or you'd yeah. be like, you'd honestly. It's the way she just kept on going. Yeah. Yeah. She, yeah. I, I think this book hit differently <laughs> as someone who does write. It's, hor- like, it's horrifying yeah. to see her on this path of just self destruction, but mm. just blatant. Disregard for anyone in her path. Yeah, she's very unsympathetic. She doesn't no. care. I, I, there was moments during her like deep, deep trolling when I, I was like, "Oh my word!" Do no. I feel sorry for her. No. But then I was. But then no, but like within minutes, within lines. Oh, you should do something. Do something. And you're like, just like, oh, you deserve it. You deserve this. No, I know. Yeah. Every time, and man. It just kept on get like. I was like, okay, she's stolen the she's stolen the manuscript. Bad move. All right, okay, she's passing it off front. Okay, right, here she goes. All right, okay, now she's <laughs> rebranding herself as a racially ambiguous Juniper song. Yeah. What are you doing? And then um, she's going to conventions and book talks and, like, bookseller events and just carrying on the lie. Even when she gets quite, like, um, people in the audience even call her out. Her yeah, face, yeah. She's still doubled down. And yeah. Just like be quiet, yeah. Because she doesn't ever say the right thing. No, she doesn't. She's not very like good, mm-hmm. like at saying the right thing or doing the right thing. Yeah, and it's just like this is probably why I'm not a successful writer. Yeah, <laughs> her first book over over the sycamore or something. I would have loved if they actually included like snippets of what, of that, what she wrote that she had written. Yeah. Oh, to see how good of a writer she yeah, is. Yeah, just like. What even was the plot? I don't know if they even go into it or if it's just beige boring. I think it was like if she yeah. genuinely, if we're meant to sympath, if we're at any point meant to sympathise with her for like having a failed debut novel. Yeah, yeah. Is it, is it worth being a failure? You know, is mm-hmm. <laughs> is she yeah. genuinely rubbish, <laughs> or, is, or is she genuinely like a, a talent that's just not had the money and the marketing pumped into her? You know, yeah, or does it? Yeah, like in publishing, there's great books that go just unseen totally because, of course, yeah, but see, was like, you know, everyone, if you were, there's probably a musician out there that's so great at singing and mm. dancing, but you're not gonna be Beyonce, <laughs> like, it's not like she's having to get set fake. Yeah, I'm sorry, there was in the book festival when I was worked there two summers ago, I was sat in a it wasn't a book. It was like a seminar type thing mm. with some execs from different, um, like an indie publishing house. Yeah. And then Saber were there. They're like they publish like Sally Rooney and like all oh, the big of, big like, ones. The big ones. Okay. They're quite um, pompous. They've got a good reputation. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. 
like as picking authors like very literary oh right okay so okay, okay. They, yeah very high like literature kind of thing oh, yeah. and they, they they for sally rooney's last book what a beautiful, beautiful world, world yeah, yeah, yeah it had so much marketing that it was it, yeah i don't know if it's it true anymore. it's because of the whole normal people hype but yeah. and it's a normal people it's just her whole status got skyrocketed. Oh, yeah and she lady in the audience during q a was asking one of the marketing directors like but how much money did you put into the <laughs> into the marketing yeah, campaign? Yeah, yeah and they refused to answer the question it was so awkward because what did they say they were like um we can't, we're, we're not, we can't disclose that <laughs> the lady was like oh surely come on you you've told us about this amazing campaign yeah they, they went through it step by step on what they did they like, you everything else about, about how they made those silly little bucket hats and they, how they made like Is that what they did? They, yeah they did a pop-up shop in london that had the like the book cover on a wall they oh had, my god it was excessive they had so much merch they had everything bookshops had like release parties for this book for this book it was like the oh most... obviously they would have got paid to do that yeah. right all oh, right okay all but that's never that doesn't happen though doesn't, I, I never no, really heard no, that not really like harry potter days when people used to queue outside yeah people, people, don't do, people don't really do people that anymore so it just was interesting to see how much money gets put into yeah. like, specific authors and specific uh-huh. books in real life and then to see it happening in this book, book. To see like Athena, she obviously has become like the darling of the literary world. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. June's so jealous of that, and there must be in real life so many authors who are jealous of real authors who've just had the, the success. success. And they probably just well, all this right. But Athena was actually a good writer, though. Yeah. I don't think June ever. There was not one point. Oh, I don't remember if there was. She never really said June uh, Athena was a bad writer. No, it was just she the said fact. She was a good writer. Yeah, but... it was just the fact yeah. that they both had different success. But I think. She, but she yeah. thinks that Athena got the success got because she's, she's Asian. She's diverse. Yeah, like, she's meeting the photos. Yeah. But then there's a whole ton of white writers out there and she's mm-hmm. not clocking she's that. Not clocking it. Yeah. She's just like, oh, yeah. I should have blocked too. Like, yeah, no, she's like, like, it's like, just like, maybe your stories are just not good. Yeah. Like, yes. evaluate that and not evaluate yeah. the reason why you didn't blow up. Like, if you're, she's, because you send, like, she sends your, do you not send your book to a publisher? And they read it, Agent, and, and then it goes to the publisher. And yeah. they read it to tell yeah. you points and how good yeah. it is and how they think. So you've obviously set your book to these people. And also, she did get published. Let's not forget. Yeah, it's very hard to even get to that stage. Oh, is it? Yeah, like it's very hard to get published. So mm-hmm. I think even the fact she got published, that's it's a good thing. Mean. Yeah. I know, but I think for her, she didn't have the money. The, the, the accolades. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She wasn't yeah. winning awards. Yeah. Like but she's also better as well because. Didn't Athena like feel ast- her sexual assault? Like June was a se- sexually assaulted. Yeah. In college, and she confided in Athena, and Athena took that story and mind it into her first short story, which is what. Catapulted. Sky- yeah. Oh. So that's also where they, there's a bit of like she deserves this. Like I, I deserve this sort of. It's like payback time. Payback, yeah. I don't remember this point. Yeah. It's a weird one because I always thought this book has got so many layers of like whose side, are, like who's yeah, obviously yeah. not on June's side. She's psycho. I'm not on anyone's side. I don't think I was even like I didn't even feel bad. For, I didn't feel bad for Athena either. I just felt like what you're doing is wrong. I think there was other ways. Like I just don't know. I just didn't think. No, they just 
all seem a bit unethical. <laughs> yeah, I think that's, I don't think that was the purpose of the book. I don't know. I think there was other I purposes think, yeah. of why she wrote it. Yeah, to so just it? sort of. I think she the whole trying to shine a light on the publishing industry. Yeah, pitfalls and, its and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, sort of why does it? it you know, it sort of a, does a performative care of like uplifting diverse voices, but okay. performative a lot of the time. Yeah, I think that's what Rebecca Quang. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Sort of like, yeah, they trying to fulfill quotas and Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and represent marginalized voices, but are they really doing a service to these authors? Yeah, because that's the thing with this book, with like, oh, not this, well, the Yellow Face, but the book that they published, Mm -hmm. well, June published in her aka name, whatever. Um, it's that way. It's like. It's cultural appropriation because probably there's someone else out there who would have wrote the story that is from that culture yeah. that done the research. But you guys have waved it off and decided to go with June's story and then do all this like branding to make the book more catered to a white audience. <laughs> yeah. And then rebrand her. Yeah. And then you're like you're saying put all this marketing into the book to make it a success. When you could have just went to those people that are from those cultures yeah. to get That's their like, actual voices. Tell us your story. Yeah, and there's people probably who wrote these books that have oh, just like please sent it to publish and they're just like ah, ah do you know what it's not really like it's not really for uh, for it's not like it's going to be successful yeah. but as soon as June comes it's like yeah, yeah. and she's marketable because she's a white woman yeah and she's you know young and cool and attractive mm-hmm. and yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah exactly and this happened in real life you know does it yeah a few years ago I think it's 2020 I can't remember but have you heard of American Dirt no Janine Cummins she's a white American author mm-hmm. and she wrote a book about let me get this right because I wrote it down um, I remember when this happened though because I remember following it online I'm assuming it's about American so it was about uh, she wrote a book about a mother and son trying to escape across the Mexico border from Mexico to so the Mexicans and she basically was accused of appropriating the story and taking it you know from real life Latina voice Latina yeah. voices mm-hmm. um and stereotyping, cultural appropriation. You know, yeah. All the same stuff that um was happening, is happening here. in this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Her and her she got cancelled so badly her book to book. But did she to, steal the book? She because, no, no, she didn't steal the book, but she wrote a story basically that she didn't have any right to tell. Okay, because that's the question people were saying with like is it is it cultural appropriation and like what stories are people allowed to tell? Yeah. And it's like a hard one because it's like, well, I think it's what it all comes down to. Like, there has to be sensitivity readers. There has yeah. To, there has to be well, someone who did that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And clearly, for Janine Cummings, this got passed through when there's all these lazy stereotypes and the yeah. books about. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, and yeah, it just. Like the dialogue, everything. Um, oh, it was just bad. It was really bad, and also in the like the like release or pre-release, mm-hmm. the publisher held an event that had that was trying to like get people excited about this book. Yeah, yeah, and they, yeah. And the table, it was like a dinner, and they had um. You can look it up because pictures online. It's so bad. They had in the table settings on the tables. They yeah. Had barbed wire, because they're trying to like invoke like you know crossing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Who like, proved that? I know. It's just that sort of. Somebody said, like. But let's say they didn't do that in the book, and like they did try and market it correctly. I don't know. I still like my thing is like I don't know. Part of me thinks like no, you shouldn't write this story. Yeah. 
that's the thing that's just got to be like there has to be sensitivity yeah any otherwise nobody would be able to write you know any other characters yeah experience but there's always got to be like levels of sensitivity and making sure that it's just I don't know. Yeah, I guess that makes sense with this book because she obviously went in and she changed so much of it. Yeah. And she's like, oh, this doesn't make sense. I'm just making it better. But then you don't understand exactly why. She didn't understand the, the cultural references of yeah. the book and things like that. And that's the things that they were changing all around the book. Yeah. So I guess, okay, that and makes I mean, sense. Yes. You're not taking sort of marginalised people's pain and yeah. turning it into a story for white audiences that yeah just makes it into something to consume mm-hmm, mm-hmm. without the layers that is involved in that being a i don't know like a, a just because white readers can just consume stories and just take them at face, face value. value yes yeah yeah yeah, you know? yeah they don't really and get an understanding yeah of all these things yeah so somebody would maybe read american dirt or read and if we're going back to yellow face mm-hmm. read um the last what's, what's the book called? The Last Front. Yes, the Last Front. And say, oh well, there I know the history of the Chinese Labour Corps in World War One because I've read this book. Yeah, you know, people and don't in fact, take, you know, yeah, they, yeah. They think that the research has been done and that mm-hmm. steps have been taken to make sure it really is. is but but it's not, and I think that's like okay. What yeah, trying to call out. Yeah, um, no, that makes sense because that's a part of like. Is it cultural appropriation? But I'm like, you know what? Is I thought it's cultural appropriation because it's more of a fact of like. If Athena was to publish the book, would the book have been as successful? Would the book even be and be published? Maybe she could have been turned down. Yeah, it might not have been one that they would have wanted to publish because yeah. they're like, oh, you're better at writing these other types of books. Yeah, not about you know Chinese history. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the parts that the publishing or whoever they were saying to uh, June to change, yeah. June couldn't explain. She, if Athena was there, Athena would have been maybe been able to explain why she's put that in, yeah, and why it's needed to give them an understanding. Yeah. Whereas June is like, yeah, no problem, I'll change this. Yeah, this doesn't make sense. Yeah. I get you. Yeah, and it's like there's so many things here there's that you're just a lot of things. there's gaps that you just don't you don't have answers to. I know. And I think that Rebecca, the author, knew what she was like the questions that she was raising when she was writing this. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. Like, she knew that it was going to cause these sort of, like... Because these are really valid debates that are happening right yeah. now. Publishing and stuff. It's like, who gets to write what? Mm-hmm. And who, who does who does get to write what? And, like, what stories are told by who? And, you yeah. know... And it's, you know, everybody's scared of... Everybody's scared to say the wrong thing. Yeah, or... <laughs> I think what she's done is so clever because she's really made it into a horror story. I love it. I like this book, though. I read the good review, good read reviews, oh, and it really? got two stars. Oh, because it's so different from her other books. Oh, is it? Like, this is the wrong thing. Of, she wrote a trilogy that's like fan- high fantasy, and then she wrote Babel, which this I don't really want to read. How many books has she written? She's written quite a lot. All right, okay. So she's written four. Because she's twenty-seven. Yeah. See, and I think she is she Athena. I think that people think that she is. There's elements of Athena. Yeah, because obviously she's catapulted to success. Yeah, so we're she's like the darling of who's the darling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who's who's Because that's one thing somebody was saying. Like I did read one review. And somebody was like, it was like a memorial type of book. Mm-hmm. Like it sounds like she's writing from experience. Oh, for sure, she's writing from experience. So I was like, okay. Yeah. Because <laughs> I was I don't really know what to write. Or this is the first yeah, book I've ever okay. read. 
her last book that came out, Was it Able, it's so popular, like okay. massive commercial success, but like a lot of accolades and stuff. And she's so young as well. Yeah, and yeah. I think it's really intimidating for a lot of people. Yeah. Same thing with Smith, because White Teeth got published. Oh. She wrote White Teeth when she was 21, which mm-hmm. is terrifying. <laughs> she managed to write that at 21. And it got published when she was like 23 or 24. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And people just loved it. They loved it, but they also hated her for it because What's people don't about? like to see women succeed. Oh, is it like, oh, right. You know? <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. And she was a young black British. Yeah. Woman. What was it about? Oh, you need to do a whole other podcast on that book. I've never read it. I've only really read Swing Time. It's so big, it's like nearly 500 pages. Mm. I don't know. <laughs> I do love it. No, it was a good audio. I book. do love it. Yeah. <laughs> it's a pages. <laughs> no way. It's one of my favourite books, but it's hefty. <laughs> um, and then another thing as well was just Joe Spiron, like we were saying. Like her character development was just getting worse and worse. Yeah, she, and worse. Yeah, she just became a bit of a meme of herself, don't you think? Like, yeah. She just got. She just, yeah. I just, I was like, this is not getting any better. And I thought, like, when we get seeing the highlights of her family, like, maybe I'd just, like, I would kind of, like, feel sympathy for her, but I still, like, like, I was like, you have no reason for the way you're acting. Yeah, she <laughs> have, like, obviously there was the sexual assault. Yeah, but her family seemed but pretty... She had, like, trauma. Like, her, her family seemed pretty sound. I think it's her mum that was a bit pushy, because there was a point when she went to see her mum. And then she had to argue with her mum. Her mum was like, oh, when did you to do a proper job with, like, a pension and stuff? Mm. And she was like, oh, what's oh, the other thing? ever take her, her writing seriously. Seriously. I think it can be quite a painful thing for some people. Yeah. Like your job or your whole art craft is just... <laughs> it's like a silly just little a thing. Joke. <laughs> just a joke. Because I don't think they read Last Front as well. No. When she came to, when she went to visit them, I think it was, like, Thanksgiving or something. Yeah. They're just like, oh, okay. Yeah. Like, they're just not, like... Mm-hmm. Like, you weren't happy for her? No. I think that plays into it a little bit. I don't know. But... Yeah. Uh, not enough to make you go and steal someone. Yeah, like, I was like... She... It, she's so unhinged as a character. I don't, like, feel like there is enough groundwork to explain why she is that way. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Jealousy is there for sure. Like, she's obviously jealous, but I know that this is a bit of a satire as well as books. So mm-hmm. It is sort of exaggerated and <laughs> like and stuff but she it just becomes a bit such a monster by the end that you're like surely not yeah. just jealousy and like the desire for fame and money it's, no, it's, but my, maybe it is the point when i knew she was crazy right is when she went up went to meet alex athena's ex, ex right and i just like white on white crime in the book it was like white man versus white woman <laughs> And I was like, she's gonna do anything. She was gonna destroy him. She was like, after this, she was in danger in that cafe and all that. I was like, you're really gonna do this because you stole a book. I was like, mate, she's giving Karen. She was giving proper Karen, man. <laughs> Karen, her friends are cat. Oh my word, that little group chat that she had. Do you know the? Group oh with yeah, the, the other, other writers. Yeah. They're, they're like, like, I'm not worried about like, it. And they're just like. <laughs> Right, right, women. Yeah, they're trying to up her up, and then they're they were having a friend. Yeah, yeah. I was like, they're not her friends. She didn't really have any friends. Yeah, she's obviously quite a lonely person. Yeah, like she didn't have friends. She didn't have like a romantic partner or anything. Yeah, her she really speaks to her family all that much. 
she actually spent way too much time like sitting in her thoughts I think yeah and that's probably what made her spiral even more she had nobody to talk to yeah. and then last minute that's when she decided to call her old therapist up to, okay. to speak to her yeah. therapist and then was like I'm not in the state <laughs> I can't help you but I can advise who can help you and then she's like yeah okay whatever and then she just still went she went and continued spiral after that there was just like there's yeah. nobody around for her to talk to. No. A publisher, an agent, and nobody. I think that her going spiralling mentally, but like she's having all these panic attacks and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that was quite well written, that, those parts. Because you actually felt, I don't know about you, but when I was reading those bits of her like panicking and like throwing her phone away or like locking it in safe and stuff, I was like, oh, I feel that. <laughs> no. I was like, why won't she just didn't, like? And then she phones the Athena's ex again to meet him, and he's like, just let it go. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> but she still can. Yeah. And it's just yeah. like, wait, see, just tell the truth. Yeah. The truth will set you free. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. If you can't lie and yeah. be strong about it, yeah. then don't do it. Yeah, that's you make a fair point. Don't do it. This is the whole point. <laughs> <laughs> and she couldn't I don't think she knew what yeah. she was getting herself into and then the second book she released because they were after they were pressure mm-hmm. to thingy she took like Athena's like relationship with her mom yeah she was actually doing this more close to Athena's mom than she was like yeah. building a relationship with her I think it was totally manipulative yeah she yeah. those notebooks didn't she yeah but even before that as well before she found out about the notebooks she was like there it's like oh yeah mm-hmm. and like June's Athena's mom was like oh yeah you're Athena's like really good friend yeah like they spoke like once a year they weren't even that close <laughs> like do you even know your child like so that relationship that they were building was really strange to me. It was odd. Like you were saying, it has been a positive, yeah. but I was just like, how can you just not think for yourself? Was Athena an only child still? I can't remember. Yeah, I think yeah. she was. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But she thought she had a twin at one point when she was getting stopped. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> the was haunting her. Yeah. I know. Um, but yeah. this. So there was a, another example of this happened in the, in the real world. What? Oh. Um, like an example of where of yellow face, like the term, because uh-huh. it kind of stems back, um, to old Hollywood and stuff when white actors were costumed as Asian characters. Really? Yeah, and that's where like the, the phrase yellow, yellow face came from. But in two thousand fifteen, this is wild, and I think that Rebecca was, was inspired by what happened in this. Um, oh, yeah. This white poet in two thousand fifteen, Michael Derrick Hudson. He had written this poem that he'd submitted to um, different things and it Mm. got rejected 40 times. And then he adopted a Chinese pen name. And then a bit was And it got accepted into Best American Poetry Anthology. And then he admitted it because he obviously, he didn't carry on the lie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course not. He wanted to see. But he he got in and he got published. And then it was revealed like, oh, it's a white guy. The and wild. then what happened last so time? obviously it got so much backlash and people were you know rightly outraged yeah um, but the people you know people were like why aren't they taking it out of the book like come on let's get this removed from the anthology like he got but it on un- unethical terms he said it before he had to change it yeah so they they received it 
under his Chinese uh, pen name. Yeah. And accepted it into the anthology. And then it got, I don't know if they knew before it got published or after, I'm not sure, but it still got published under the name. Name, okay. And people were obviously totally so upset <laughs> because it's just, you know, like theft of culture theft and just white privilege at its absolute yeah. like what but did he send the poem under his um original name before he changed yeah, it to his agent yeah, name uh-huh. so but then this then it's just uh, so this is a, yeah this is why there's so many things here. So many, yeah so many things because it and this is what one of the editors said no one's reading anything well <laughs> so someone's got this before they've obviously read it like ah. yeah so the editor of the anthology said that he was put in like a predicament of like if we took it out, if we removed it, he said at its core he loved the poem and thought the poem. So why if he really loved good. the poem so bad? Why did you not read it the original time? Exactly. And he's like, if we took it out, then it's us admitting that like we were influenced by it being, you know, a marginalized voice. Yeah, the meeting quotas. Meeting quotas, diversity. But he's like, if we kept it in, which they did, then we are, you know. <laughs> sort of mining some of this white guys that's that's assuming <laughs> assuming a minority identi- identity when it suits him and it, the harm of minority communities so there's like yeah they should, I think they should have pulled it yeah it's wild and then and they should like, yeah because it's like you guys should have just like if your book was so if it was so, it was so amazing massive injustice done on all levels, but it raises so many interesting questions about publishing and like who's reviewing what. Why are they? What are their motivations? And and it's just at the end of the day, it's always harming the the minorities. minorities. Yeah, I think that I, I can't believe this happened because I was reading the review of Yellow Face and somebody said, "Oh, like there was a real life incident in 2015," and I read the story and I was yeah. like, "I cannot believe that happened." And just the audacity of that poet. To think, but well, maybe he thought it was a test. Maybe he, maybe he probably was like, yeah. "Let me just see what what, what happened." <laughs> he probably was like, when he got it, he was like, "Ha!" <laughs> but it's just like, I'll do it when. It but he admitted me. it, right? Yeah, he admitted it. So it's a little bit different. Yeah, totally. But he still did it. I know, true, true. He just took it. I think he should have admitted it before because he would have knew it was getting published. Yeah, I don't think he should have. But then it, they would have just hid it on the book or something yeah. like that. Isn't that nuts? Mm. Honestly, it doesn't really phase me, man. I know. <laughs> I think that there's been so many like things like that have happened in recent years and yeah. definitely probably Rebecca has been influenced by it's or affected answer, by as well. Yeah. That she... <laughs> Let me just put this in here as well. Yeah. Oh, Why I know absolutely nuts. That makes sense though with her whole intent then of writing the yellow face. Yeah. Of like, like all of and that. how it's relevant for today. Uh and maybe just like turning an eye on the publishing industry to be like, do better, you know. They, they're they're trying, you know, they do these things, but at their core, at the structures at their core, are, yeah. are they doing better? I think it's also the people in at the top, though. Yeah. Because that's the it's thing. It's such an elitist industry. Yeah, so it's probably like people that know each other, but they're not like people that are out, like mixing with other people. Oh, so they don't understand. Yeah. The impact of that, yeah. Like, for them, they're just it's nonchalant. It's just like, oh, whatever, yeah. Whatever. And then we have to make a quote. Okay, cool. We can make a quote. Yeah. But they don't actually like, understand and like what they need to actually do, and that's probably why. And so you have to you have to go into the industry to probably change it. I don't know how you guys are gonna do that. Do not go. No idea. It's uh, 
scary industry, that's for sure. Like, it, like I think people think like book publishing is like this really wholesome, lovely thing. And of course, it creates books which are lovely and provide a lot of joy for different people, but it's hard. It's a machine, it's a business. Yeah. I actually saw some authors of the argument on Twitter. Oh, something juicy. like they were just like something about oh like you stole this from me. I was like, wow, you people actually fight. Yeah, there's more like even why are they so competitive? Just write your story. So many like things going on on Twitter right now and like online with other people who <laughs> like this <laughs> is what I mean. She Rebecca's went and took everything yeah. social yeah. media yeah. polarization, yeah. stealing people's stories yeah. and all that. Like and then put it in a book and then the book top girlies just go wild. Expose it. I'm just like I didn't know you guys were this dramatic. Like, I, like you're saying, I thought it was absolutely wholesome. Like, just... Yeah, no, it's pretty cutthroat. And you're competing against each other and stuff as well. Well, I don't understand. Especially if you write different stories. Mm-hmm. Like, why? Why are you all competing? <laughs> I don't like, know. Well, half the time, most of us don't even buy books like me. So, like, either way, don't <laughs> <Yeah>. you know? <laughs> My book from the library and return it. <laughs> So like it's not about money either. Well, authors do get earn money every time books books are checked out library. I get do they? Aye. Did you know that? No. Yeah. Which is great. Shut up! I just thought they you, uh, you I thought, contributed to some. I thought family. the library buys the books and then that's it. They have like deals in place. Because of course, like there's got to be some royalties oh, for authors. Was, okay, okay, okay. But like, you know when people's music get maybe it's not as extreme as that but like people's music like on spotify yeah yeah like you're paying for subscription but like every time you play the yeah, music they get, yeah they get like 50p or something i think it's much libraries but it's something so, i don't know that yeah. i also so, just thought that was fun everybody listening go join your library maybe people actually <laughs> people don't think libraries are like that good of a place i'm just like just go it's actually fine there's so uh, Bianca couldn't get yellow. She still hasn't got yellow face. Got yellow face. That's the thing. The hot property books like yellow face. You won't you get, it, get it for like months, months, months. I think it was in transit, but I swear it's been in transit for <laughs> so long. <laughs> I was like in transit from where? What library is it coming from? I, I well, I work in a library, so I bought it. it in for our work, and then I took it home for. Us. <laughs> I really Here's the fiction budget. Yeah. And I was like, right. What books do I want? What a yellow face. <laughs> but not really. <laughs> Make sure they don't hear this. No. <laughs> but yeah, they just put it on Spotify as well. So Spotify Premium, anyone? Yeah. Know that you can listen to it. That's why I read. That's why I read. That. This is my first audiobook reading. I've never read an audiobook before. Yeah. Normally, I read the book. I was how quite... did you find it? Um. I think because this book's probably better read audiobook. Yeah, I can't like, imagine like thrilling. Yeah, I can't imagine reading it like physically. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. But I think because like it's a voice and it's like she's mm-hmm. audiobook, they really put on the character's voice. Yeah. <laughs> You're really yeah. there. <laughs> you know, I was like, oh wow. So like I like there's parts of it I'm just like, oh like it's actually kind of better. Yeah. But I'm, there's some audiobooks I've listened to like lately and I'm just like, oh, like it's not really great as an audiobook. So it's like a, it's a hit or miss. This one is very good audiobook wise. And you can get through it really quickly. Like yeah. I think I got through it. No, it took me some time, but I think if I really wanted to get through it, I like could've eight hours or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you listen on like I listen... faster speed? No. No. <laughs> 
the face she's given me right now, everyone. Why are you doing it fast with me? I don't know. Why are you doing that? 1.5 to <laughs> times 2 and all that? What? Are you psycho? You listen to music twice as, twice as fast? <laughs> I know people will do it, but my god. No, that sounds so chaotic. No, no, I listened to it at the speed it gave me. No, the reason it took me long time was only listening to it when I was walking to work. So, yeah. like, because I'm only not going into work every day, it's like that's why. But, um, no, I thought it was a good book. Like, it's, I, like, it was easy to read, like you're saying, but it was easy lis- listening to it. And, like, even if I had to tap out, I could come back mm-hmm. to where she was. Yeah. Um, I, I read it, but then for today. I went and listened to the chapter one and yeah, last and you can see what I mean. And yeah, the like, mm. people who are doing the voices are they're good. They're engaging, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think it's like I think it is important who you pick to do your voices yeah. for audiobook because that makes it can make or break. I think. Oh, totally. But yeah, I thought whoever did that was it was good because even when he did Athena's voice too, <laughs> like you can just imagine it all. Like it gives it much more of a yeah, yeah. I can just yeah. all I need now is just a screen to like have the characters. I think but. they are making it into something. I don't think the rights have been snapped up. I don't think this is. I don't think this book's worthy of a TV show film adaptation. Do you not? Not really. I think it'd be a good TV show. Do you know, building up the light horror. Not really. Cliffhanger. June gets found out. Do you think? Yeah. And then it's cancelled. Then. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. There's books that I've read. I'm like, yeah, this could be great. It's so dramatic. Because they're scrapping. Because they actually have a scrap at the top of some stairs. One of them might end up at the bottom. We'll leave that to you guys to read. I can just tell them. (laughs) 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 No, but like, I just don't think it's worthy of a TV movie adaption. I don't think it's that. Like, it's a great book. I just don't, I just, I don't think it would be great. I'll probably watch it. It's been snapped up already. This is like Goodreads Book of the Year or something. Really? Mm-hmm. It was a good book. I don't know if it's Book of the Year. It's one of my favourite books I read this year. Really? It's my favourite. But it's in my top ten of this year. Yeah, definitely. Oh, because it was released this year? Yeah, I think so. Well, to be fair, this is probably the only book that I've read that's released mm-hmm. this year. <laughs> so I probably won't know anything mm-hmm. else. Yeah, I remember. I had a lot of hype around it as well. Yeah. When it did come out. Um, but... Yeah, it definitely was. I think it was just so unlike anything I've ever read before. Yeah, it was definitely different. I, I actually quite liked learning about the um whole the Chinese history within yeah. World War One. I. I didn't know that they were a part yeah. of that because I remember that book you lent me, the A Night of Blood is Black. Oh yeah. So that's obviously set during World War yeah, One as well. Singalese yeah, soldiers, and how yeah. they were fighting during that. So it kind of relates a little bit. Yes, not the that. same, but like but yeah, like how they were contributed, yeah. and they obviously didn't get any, any praise or like praise for fighting or, in the war. Yeah. So like I was they were like just used and abused by the British yeah. army. Yeah. So I was reading, that, I was like, oh, like this is just this like the same. I didn't know the Chinese were part of that war as well. Like ah, this is not me either. So like it was, and that was interesting aspect. I would be interested to read the Last Front or if seen Last Front as yeah. a movie. Yellow face. I feel like I'd be interested to, because we obviously both like reading. Yeah. But you more than me. <laughs> <laughs> We're in, into books and stuff, so it's like quite a niche, like, yeah. being set and being a, you know, in the publishing world. Okay. And having knowledge of that and stuff, but see if you were maybe somebody picking this book up who 
didn't know because there's a lot of niche references in it to like specific authors and different feuds and yeah 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 that might just go past you i think some of them did go past me maybe maybe (laughs) i don't think i don't remember any yeah i mean there's just references to specific authors authors and like like titles and things like Mm -hmm, that mm -hmm. Um, and like the publishing houses and how the the dynamics between the, the big five the big five publishing all and how they all work work and yeah but yeah i think there has to be a level of maybe understanding of that to get this at its fullest so i Mm -hmm. I don't know if i would recommend it to everyone because my mum was asking me do you like it and i was like i just don't actually (laughs) i think you'd like it if i don't i got quite i was a bit angry but it's like it's about a thriller about stealing a book yeah you know but it's not an exciting thriller. At times, it was. Do you know? It was a page turner for me. Oh yeah, it was, but like not to the point where I'm like, I want to just get to the end of the book so I know what. Ha- does she like? Will she get exposed? Or does she not yeah. get exposed? I was hoping she'd get exposed, which she kind of did. Kind of did, and then it kind of ends. <laughs> she in hospital. Um, plot spoiler, everyone. <laughs> she have this note here. Hospital, and Candace. Has said, I'm going to write the tell all book about this. Yeah, about how she like, stole. Oh, I'm going to write a counter tell all book about this. It's like, never end. what? It's almost like it just ends on a note of like, it'll never end. Yeah, yeah. Just constantly be stealing from each other. Yeah. I don't know. It was. What did you rate this? I rated it. I um, gave it a four star. I think I gave it four stars. Um, And I think I dropped a star. <laughs> Because wow! I need to go, and I'm going. Well, so I don't even know if I. I think I, gave it, I don't even know why I gave it. Our... I gave it four stars, and I said on Goodreads that oh, yeah, I, I dropped one star because I had predicted the ending about halfway through, and that's what I was saying earlier about I knew that it was going to be Candace who exposed her. I didn't know she was going to push her downstairs, mind you. But... Oh, I didn't know it was going to be her exposed her. Still, I still, I still can't see that. That scuffle on the stairs that oh the I, that i didn't get that i didn't really get like that that was surprising i wasn't expecting it to actually end in fight yeah <laughs> yeah them but yeah. i i knew that she would get taken down and it would be candace that did it and um, i guessed that about halfway through so that's why i dropped star oh and i think there were just some other things that maybe i just thought it was a really Un- I said unput downable on my good reads review. <laughs> I think I read it in like two or three days. I just couldn't put it down. Yeah, um, yeah. Mm. What did you give it? I gave it four star. Oh, do you know why people didn't really like this book? I think people were saying that it's because, like, she's apparently an academic writer. Yeah, she's quite academic. And that's what they're really like, oh, but you don't understand why she wrote this. Right. I don't know what that means to you guys. Well, because she's academic. Yeah, she's just apparently she's capable of more than oh, she writes. Oh, a bit of a snob thing to say. She's a accomplished, accomplished academic, but, I, but deeply and curious writer. This is such a layered book. I think this is a really clever book, and it's not easy to pull. Like I would counter argue that that they're maybe missing all the layers and all the arguments and debates that she's bringing to the surface. Oh, yeah. Surface oh, yeah, true, because people are not, like, getting more disgusted at it, whereas before no one would have discussed yeah. it. 
So maybe you need a book that's like this, that's less academic, but like is able to catch everyone. It's definitely, I mean, I can't say for sure because I've not read any of their works, but mm-hmm. the last book, Babel, is like dark academia book. What does that mean? Do you know, have you read Donna Tart at all? Mm-hmm. I've not read it either, but it's on my list. <laughs> And she sort of started this sort of like yeah. academia. What does it mean, academia right like, though? Like I think it's like set on like campus university. Oh. Um. Thing. Can we say academia it sounds like Oxford. a lecture or like yeah, <laughs> <laughs> in a lecture turn the lights off. <laughs> yeah, like I'm just like what's academia writing like? I think it's like campus like university. Oh, so and because she's changed settings. Yeah, but oh. still like a pretty, you know. I'd say you choosing the publishing industry as a setting is still quite like, but shouldn't you smart? Yeah, I think also shouldn't you as a writer change? Yeah, and your lane. I I think so. And try different ways. Yeah. Uh Why not? Why would you write the same thing over and over again? Like unless it's like a sequel to another book. Exactly. I mean, you know, I love Douglas Stewart, but Shaggy Bean and Young Mungo are so similar. Are they the same? They're very similar. When you read it, have you read? Okay. Well, I haven't read any of them. I've got it You've now. Got, I've got I've got young They're both really similar. I'll just read Young Mongo then. Yeah. Wait, is Shaggy being not like him as a kid and then Young Mongo's him as an uh, a teenager going into young adult? Yeah, but it's not really based on it's got elements of Douglas Stewart and but it's oh, just right. like set in nineteen eighties East End Glasgow and both of them. Yeah. It's yeah, the same yeah. setting. Uh-huh. It's both two young boys trying to find themselves. Mm-hmm. Um and it's you, there's just moments when I was just like, is it Shuggy? Is it Mungo? I don't know. <laughs> oh, they're two different people. Yeah, they're different. They're different, completely different novels. Like, oh, they're completely different. They're not, right. not sequel totally or anything. Sequel. Okay, okay, okay. But so similar, and so I yeah, I think. But it's, they were both successful books. Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. And people seem to love. Like, yeah, they oh, do. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, it is good to to branch out and do something. Yeah, fresh yeah. I Maybe his next one. That. Maybe his next one will be. I'd love. Anyway, so should we talk about keep going off topic? Ah! <laughs> we go off topic all the time. All the right. time. But I'll be interested to see what she does next for her next book. Rebecca? Yeah, because she's gone from fantasy to dark academia to this sort of like... Is her, so her first, her debut book was a fantasy book? I think it's a fantasy series. Let me just check that. But, um, set in what? Like, what, what kind of set? Like, um, set in... What kind of fantasy? Are we talking about Lord of the Rings here? Uh, let me see. Or like Harry Potter. She it's the Poppy War. Um, Poppy War. The pop. So her first novel was the Poppy War, followed by the sequels, The Dragon Republic and The Burning Gods. Hmm. Um. Yeah, and I think that. Our whole fantasy books are so chunky. Military fa- Chinese military fantasy. Oh. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So, and they've got well received. Mm. All three of them. Maybe I'll read them. I do want to read a little bit more fantasy. The problem yeah. is they're just so chunky. They are. And you really have to just... immerse yourself in the world. Oh, it's, uh, <laughs> I remember so many things. So I'm like, how do people read Harry Potter like that? <laughs> like, what do you guys do? I was going to read Game of Thrones. Thrones. I was like, no. No, that's, there's too many of them. I'm going to have to get through all of that. <laughs> but yeah, any last thoughts? Any last thoughts? No, just really enjoyed it. Like, it, as I say, it was one of my favourite books this year. Um, you would read it again? I, I don't think I would read it again. Because... I don't think I was... 
<laughs> like I feel like I just contradicted myself. Favorite books of this year? Wouldn't read it again. But I feel like once you know what happens, yeah, that's it. You, really, you know what happens. Yeah, um, it's not like you think because it's a thriller. Like yeah. you know, you're just kind of reading it to get to the end. Yeah, but there's no like, there's nothing that like. like there's a load of takeaways, like we're but, talking about the cultural appropriation, yeah, social media, the like, publishing industry, yeah, loads. loads. But once you know the plot, you know mm. the plot, and I think the plot is, propel- is what propels you forward as well. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But I just think it's unique, and I've never read anything like it. I've literally thought... I've never read it either, to be fair, anything mm-hmm. like it either. But... It's yeah. probably my, this is my second other book. How yeah. do you feel about books that mention, like, real things like Goodreads and, like... I quite like it, because I think it brings books. more into, um like, reality yeah. and, like, it makes it more relatable. Yeah. I, I, oh, for me. Because I, I, I have a Bookstagram account and there's, a, there's moments where there's is critique or, like, they are part of the story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I felt like... So That's you. like... <laughs> But I quite like it when they do the like um sort of like pop culture references yeah. to like everyday life and real life things. Yeah, and yeah. like I don't know, I just I enjoy it. And I think that to be honest, authors for sure look at their own good reads. Do like, they? I think they do, and I think that if they don't, then they're lying. <laughs> I mean, Whoa. maybe some do to protect their mental health, but I think because <laughs> good is savage. But I think there's other things you can yeah exactly. Yeah. Well, I read the reviews and good reads, and yeah. the people are saying this, so like ah nah. And so I think it's quite realistic for her to like put Goodreads in because Goodreads is such a popular yeah. platform. People do. I didn't realize it was that popular. <laughs> I didn't realize it was that popular. Yeah. Is it really like? I think so. Is it the I main, main book? Oh, okay, okay. It's a shame that it's so clunky and rubbish. What yeah. do you think? Yeah, I know. That's why I'm surprised it's like the main. <laughs> it really app. needs an update. It's. I don't know why they have an update. I know. It's been a very another one called Storygraph that people use. But I know my friends about Storygraph as well. But. I'm still loyal to Goodreads at the moment. <laughs> I can't afford to have any more apps that steals data. <laughs> I, I didn't know Goodreads was like really as popular as the way it makes it yeah. seem like. The book talk thing I get, because obviously that's where everyone is and I, on social media, like Twitter, Instagram as well. Yeah. But I didn't realise Goodreads was something like, which would say I'm going to go to Goodreads and read the reviews. I mean, look, Goodreads do awards at the end of the year and then and they're, won it. Like, so those are important words. I think they're quite important for like book sales and stuff. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because I mean, they're not like literally acclaimed, but yeah, yeah, in yeah. Terms of, like bolstering sales. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yes. Tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow won it last year. Okay. And that was like the book of the year last year, wasn't it? Yeah, but no one really talks about it anymore. <laughs> I'm even worried to even read the book of the year. I'm like, I actually heard everything about it last year. And then You're like, I've read it. I've pretty much read it <laughs> <laughs> i know like a lot of the story but i'm just like no one talks about yeah. this anymore yeah it was like it came and went well that's the thing though i think i think that's what this book to sum up neatly is such a is like there's always going to be another, another book thing. that steals the limelight another yeah. author to steal the show exactly it goes around in circles like yeah and then your book you might publish a book and then like 10 years later it gets popular yeah because that does that, that happen? Happens, yeah. yeah. And things have revivals and stuff. Yeah. So um, you just never know. Maybe like, it's just not yeah. the book now, but in yeah. the future. I mean, well, tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow is going to get made into a film. 
I can see that from what I've been told about the book. Something. So it'll have a revival again. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> What's next year's book going to be? What are we going to be talking about next year? That's what I want to know. I don't even know what's coming out. No. You probably know more than me. I actually haven't. The Sally Rooney have another book out. You're probably taking a wee break. I need to rest. The books are all the same as well. Oh, the first two. I never read that other one. So well, the last, the latest, the latest one. Beautiful world one. Is it, it the same? All that money pumped into it, but yeah. it didn't expose the details. Okay. It like a million pounds or something. Yeah. So wait, that's the same as other two. It's so similar. Yeah, it's like same oh. characters and same themes and yeah. Okay, I probably won't read it. We packaged differently. I did pick up from yeah. the library, but I was like, and I had it in the house. But I just took it back. I think you could probably get one of the books. <laughs> I'm trying to stay on a path of like reading the books on my list, yeah. Instead of like diverting, yeah, so that's why. Mm-hmm. But no, thank you for coming on the podcast. Thanks for having me. Um, <laughs> tell everybody else your poem where they can find your oh. poem. Come on. Well, for yourself. If you don't read for yourself, who will? Okay. <laughs> Um, I have a poem published in I can't hear you I have a a poem published in Edinburgh Literary Salon Anthology The Golden Hours which you can buy on their website I think I'll link it (laughs) link it in the show notes (laughs) and you have another poem as well yeah the one that won the award you can find that on the Scottish Mental Health Arts Festival website that's a mouthful to say is that free? That's free. It's Please. a free ebook. So you so, can just click on it. You know she gets the sale, the but, points of yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. That uh, I like what? that too. <laughs> and when's your novel coming out? Oh, I'm in the works now. <laughs> Got nothing on the table. Oh, you did? No, I'm struggling with ideas. Oh. I'm struggling. Um, poetry's more the, the the form for me at the moment, but... I can give you loads of ideas. Yeah, we're well, going to wait to have some food so we can talk about it over dinner. But thank you for joining us. Um, I'll talk to them. <laughs> you, thanks for coming on the podcast, Suzanne. Thanks, guys, for joining us as well. Um, this has been The Girl Behind the Book. Um, please like comment subscribe uh, and leave any books you would like us to review well me to review with somebody um but yeah bye guys bye <laughs>